At Sport Clips Haircuts, they hairdo like no one else hair does. That's because not only is it the home of the champion haircuts, but they also made relaxing and unwinding the name of the game. With the MVP haircut experience, your haircut gets turned up a notch. That's because the MVP is more than just a haircut. It's a spa day for your hair follicles. It's a seven pressure point massaging shampoo along with perfectly steamed hot towel all while sports plays on TV. You can want it all and have it all at Sport Clips. It's a game changer. You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey, I'm Big J Okerson. And I'm Dan Soder. And you're listening to the best of the bonfire. Stay tuned to hear some of our favorite moments from this week. You can listen to the bonfire live every Monday through Thursday from 6 to 8 p.m. on Comedy Central Radio, Sirius XM 95, or on demand on the Sirius XM app. Also, be sure to follow us on all social media at The Bonfire SXM. Hey guys, it's Black Lou, and welcome to The Bonfire's Best of the Week. Our dear Dan Soda returned from Miami on Monday and gave everyone a first-hand account of what it's like to watch your favorite team lose the Super Bowl. Going down to the Super Bowl. The I was flight down. Gassed up. Amped, dude. Got a ticket. <laughs> it didn't matter if you had a middle seat. You'd have been looking at everybody on the either side of you like, eh? Yeah. Super Bowl? You guys too? Uh, dude, I, that's it. I, every time I was desperately trying to make eye contact with people with Niners stuff on in the airport when you got there, like, huh? Huh? You know, they look and you're like, yeah. <laughs> right? Huh? Us? Um, I'm just explaining things as they happen or as I process them going to yeah. the Super Bowl. Here's something you don't realize. Number one, they keep the fans separated. There's like a 49ers fan section, like family and friends and fans, and then there's a Chiefs. So you could go to the sides. When I walked in, I was like, this is probably to stop fights. Yeah. You know, because I think something I noticed at the Super Bowl was- It was under a microscope, so the thing is, they can't have it, you can't have it being like, it's such a barbaric sport, look at here, this kind of crazy shit going down. Well, also, there's so much fucking money at the Super Bowl, dude. There's yeah. so much money. The only people that are at this game- are people that are diehard fans, right? Yeah. So they fucking put their, they got a second J-Lo's, mortgage on their house. J-Lo's extended family. J-Lo's extended family that might stop by the game in the third if they're in the neighborhood. <laughs> but it's just like diehard fans that are like balls of nerves that are just super excited for this game. Their team's in the championship. And then there's like people that got it from like a corporate sponsor. Yeah. So it's like half people that give a real big shit and half people that couldn't care less. Our tickets were in the Chiefs section, so we were surrounded on all sides. You could feel the fans in the stadium were like, let's fucking play the game. And then like the the corporate people were like, oh my God, that's great. Look over there, honey. I think that's the guy from, I think it is One Life to Live. <laughs> it was like, look at people are like, I don't know. Chiefs fans are, are great. They're a great fan base. I yeah. think they got ripped off when Seattle got the loudest stadium. I think Kansas City had it. Seahawks, I just like to talk shit to Seahawks fans. Yeah, like, We're the loudest! But Kansas, well, I can't hate the Chiefs because of Andy yeah, Reid. Andy Reid, I know. I was happy Andy Reid got it, and it sucks that the fucking Niners lost it. But man, listen, uh, it's incredible to go to a Super Bowl. It's even better when it's... <laughs> I love the disclaimer. This is such a disclaimer. Because by the way, other people have already said it to you at one point. I think I even texted to you that thing before you even talked to me. You got to do that like, hey dude, 
You got to go to a Super Bowl. Listen, I got to go to a Super Bowl. My middle school best friend was a coach for my favorite team on the biggest platform. It's fucking insane that we're here. Mm -hmm. That being said, Mm -hmm. as a football fan, that fucking sucked. (laughs) That fucking sucked. It sucked to sit there. How many minutes of of, of super loving it did you get at the Super Bowl, though? I was nervous the whole time. So you didn't enjoy enjoy being up 10? No, man. uh, Both picks. I went nuts. I went nuts for the picks, but I was still like, we got to score. Got to score a touchdown. It's Patrick Mahomes. He just fucking, you saw him in the Titans game. You saw him. The guy just scores points so fast that I was like, fuck. I was nervous and I was around Chiefs fans. So when the momentum would turn, they'd be like, oh, you're like, shut up, shut the fuck up. Chiefs fans are great. They literally are like, they're into the game. But there were two motherfuckers that I just hated. One was uh, like, you can't cast this kid for hateable white kid. Were they wearing red face? Were they going too far with the Chiefs yeah. thing? They were snickering. They put on big noses. Let me say this. Let me. I <laughs> and they got... never moved. They just held. Uh, they just held uh, spears and stood there the whole time. Yeah, with just a chest plate of bamboo you over go, there. I don't like these guys. guys one bit. He goes. Guys wearing a thong. Me no like you yeah. either. Well. 49ers take the gold from the ground that the great spirit has left for us to admire the rocks. And bearded men from the east rip open her flesh and take the gold. You're from fucking... You're from Manhattan, Kansas. Yeah, I know. These tickets were way overpriced. I'm really taking it in the ass on this one. The back, the squaw is really raking me over the coals. For how much I've spent on this. StubHub, do you want to fuck my wife while you're at it? (laughs) Wow. First you take our land, now you just take my pride. So when they do the national anthem, the Niners took a lot of shit for Kaepernick and like Eric Reed taking a knee. You know, Uh that was like a big, the 49ers were at the center of that controversy. So you heard a lot of shit talking about the Niners. We joked around about it on the show that I thought it was funny when we went to the Eagles game that people were yelling, stand the fuck up! And you're like, dude, don't you think that's more disrespectful than taking a silent knee? So that being said, during the Super Bowl, I didn't know the Chiefs fans do this. When they do the Star Spangled Banner at the end, when they go and uh, and the home of the instead of free, the whole the whole fans just go Chiefs. So it's like and the home of the Chiefs, and they yell that. You're like. That's double disrespectful. That's super disrespectful. Number one, you call yourself the Chiefs. You're singing a song of the... We took their Who land. Who sang the national anthem? Uh, Demi, Demi Lovato. Lovato. That's such a... What a fucking rude thing to do to her. But they just, they all go, Chiefs. And it's probably a thing that they've done for years or whatever, but you're also like, yeah, I don't know, guys. That just seems kind of fucking... How did we take so much shit for taking fucking that's knees? Worse, that's worse than just uh, taking a stand and being like, we're not doing the national anthem for a game anymore. Yeah. I mean, that's an antiquated thing anyway, so it's, it's like... Yeah, it's I, crazy. I, I couldn't care if they it did it It was all just... It, yeah, that's but a good thing But for, isn't that funny? But it is... No, but it's, it's crazy to watch. We're like, what the fuck? If they're... I'm all for taking it away completely oh, from the it? game. The, the shitty part about being uh, 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 surrounded by Chiefs fans is that when you celebrate you feel kind of like a dick no matter what. Yeah. And I wasn't being a dick. I was just cheering. You just feel like a dick because I'm in the chief section. It's just, I had me and two big brawny fellows behind me that were Niners fans. Thank that God. was fucking key because I felt like someone had my six. Yeah. So I was, and like, the scariest position. Dude, and Fred Warner gets that interception, that first interception, and I was like, because Patrick Mahomes has never thrown an interception in the playoffs. Really? I think he was like 11-0, and 0, like 11 touchdowns, zero picks. Wow. So he threw that, and I was like, fuck it, let's go, let's fucking go. And then it just kept getting realer and realer. Like, 
The Kittle call, I got super mad at the end of the half when he got called uh, pass interference for pushing off. Yeah. And, it, and then they showed it, and you're like, ah, that was kind of a no call. You could call it if you're a dick. Was it rain and booze? No, I was alone. It was me and those two guys. Were That's just like, funny when in a whole second you hear you going, bad call. Yeah. Bad call. But again, there's people around you that are corporate, so they don't give a fuck. So there were, after that bad call, a lot of the corporate people were like, that was a bad call. That was pretty. That was pretty shitty. And you're like, fuck you. I don't care. Halftime show. We'll talk about it. You watched it. I was there. I jerked off live to it. Yeah, that was pretty sick. You know, it's cool. I learned how to hate. come with those uh, timed lights on our wrists. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> no, uh, no news thing of any value. I saw talk. I thought I was actually going to get a lot of shit for being so like stripper pole and. Oh, I, I was mean, Shakira. I mean, I'm pretty we were sure joking you, around. I, you, you definitely saw Moose Knuckle. I think you saw a loose lip. We were joking around that uh, yeah. Beyonce was there, so she was just like watching him. Like, that's what you guys get. So the game comes back. Forty uh, Nine score a field goal. Yada yada yada. We get up twenty to ten. Bosa's up in Mahomes' face, and then I start getting texts from people. That's like, oh, dude, fucking Super Bowl. The three or four different people were like, fucking a, dude. Looks like you guys are on your way to a Super Bowl. And every person, I was like, don't fucking say that. Don't fucking say that. And then the comeback happens. And I'm surrounded by Chiefs fans. And I'm alone. And everyone's And by like, the way, it was so like... Uh, fuck, it for, on, on their end, it was so storybook that they're not just getting excited like... Yeah. They, like they're waiting for the game to end because they have the lead. It's you watch a team come back from what seemed like at a point insurmountable odds. Not insurmountable. They're Seven down by minutes? ten. Seven minutes with ten points with Patrick Mahomes isn't a lot. Let's stop fucking. Let's stop making it all storybook. He did it to every team he's played pretty easily. I'm saying I saw before he went on the thing. He winked at the heavens and said, "Let me do this one for my dad." And I, I think, yeah, the heavens winked back. God went, "You know what, Patrick Mahomes?" I saw a giant thumb come out yeah. of the sky, just out of a cloud. <laughs> and I went, "I went, did you guys see that?" And I went, what? Like, see what? Demi Lovato. You yeah, went, that was hey, Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> this one's for you. <laughs> Go get him, Patrick. Go bury that ball in those gay-ass 49ers. And then that pick when Jimmy G threw the final pick, you know, when it was 31-20. I was like, let's just get out of here. Yeah, wind out of the sails in, uh, in Sal's house, too, honestly. Like, yeah. That was a, it actually cleared out super quick after the game was over. Every, so the stadium cleared out. Everyone's for you. Yeah, the, uh, the stadium cleared out. I don't know. We left early. We got out of there. But we had – so I got – You chicken up today or anything? I got a ticket. I got a ticket from – you know, I got the, a pass from the family, from McDaniel, yeah, yeah, yeah. to go to the after party. So you're wearing this bracelet. Oh, it's so funny. And here's the thing. They have an after party no matter what. Like yeah, It's paid for. It's paid for. And it's at American Airlines Arena. Dude, it was like there's a your documentary, a guy who has to DJ. Dude, hold on. Losing parties. Hold on, hold on, hold on, because that is a whole fucking thing. <laughs> that is a whole fucking thing. That you teased was, it to me a little bit. I, I, I teased it to you a little bit. Here's the deal. Without McDaniel... On the team, I'm not at that Super Bowl. I'm at Sal's watching it with you guys, or I'm at home watching it by myself because, uh, you know, sure. getting down there, I don't want to be around that. The Super Bowl energy is like if you it's like, a Fat Joe concert, dude. It's it's fucking insane. All the shit that they have. <laughs> I went back to my hotel and went and rolled up the window to smoke a joint out of it, and just Noriega was performing somewhere close, just like what, 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 what. <laughs> like, yeah, oh. also Miami, such a vibe. It's like 
football and like flamingos. But that's the thing. You're seeing all these people like around in like sexy outfits and then just dudes Ta- and in some hats tank tops. and like a George Kittle jersey just like, excited for Sunday. <laughs> yeah, buddy. So you lose a game and then you go and talk to my friend Chad and, and McDaniel's wife and they're like, hey, get on this bus. They're going to take you to American Airlines Arena. You can see Mike. That's all I wanted to do. I just wanted to see McDaniel and be like, yo, dude, fucking great season. I'm proud of you. God bless. I'll see you in a couple weeks when I'm at Punchline in San Francisco. So you get on this bus. He's like, I'm going to go see Mike and say, that sucked. Yeah. Peace. No, dude, my friend, my buddy had one where- Jump ship. Dude, I talked to I, I talked to him. We had a good conversation, and then our buddy, who was kind of half in the bag because he'd been drinking, just walks up and he goes, "Man, you guys had it." <laughs> like, I, don't, fuck, I don't think you wanted to hear that. He was trying to be supportive, but he was like, "You guys got so close." You're like, "Fuck, fuck, dude, that's hurting me. That's sticking Man, me in my if, ribs." If if the whole team, yourself included, would just given a little bit more. I mean, where was the effort, dude? Some of the texts, <laughs> some of the texts I was getting from people, you're like, "Are you trying? Do you want me to fist fight you the next time I see you?" One of our, one of the people I know was like, "Man, that was an insurmountable lead, and you guys gave it up." One of my buddies from fucking Denver. Well, clearly, it was surmountable. Yeah, one of my buddies from Denver was just like, um, "Man, now I got as a Broncos fan, I got to hear about this now," and I was like. What? Oh, he goes, 21 points in, in seven minutes? I'm as a Broncos fan. I'm going to have to hear about this all offseason. I go, what? I go, my team just lost the Super Bowl. What the fuck are you? Fuck the dumb donkeys. What are you talking about? I don't give a fuck about the Broncos. What are you talking about? I have a buddy who's like a diehard Chiefs fan. Yeah. And we were texting and it got a little chippy. I started getting chippy by the end. Because I was fucking mad. Dude, you get on a bus to go to American Airlines Arena and it's just quiet and sad. Yeah, it's like a funeral, dude. You know like, your mom. You know your mom had sex with Kyle when we were younger. Yeah. <laughs> Some like, of the, why? Why would, that, Why would you put that in my head? He goes, I'm just saying. They agreed to never say anything. But yeah. I'm telling you, I say it right now. Your dad. Your, mom, your another, mom fucked your friend, dude. Your dad has another son. What? I met him. He's, and way he's great. <laughs> <laughs> I met him, and he's fantastic. He kipped up to meet me. <laughs> he's laying on the ground. He sleeps on the floor. It's good for your back. Uh, he's in karate tournament this weekend, or I'd bring him to meet you. I mean, I swear to God, you'd love this guy. Hilarious. You walk in, and it's like all 49er stuff. It's all LED, like lights and shit. It's all red and gold because it's designed for them to win the fucking Super Bowl. It was your birthday party. Did you walk in, and on a giant stage, there's just a DJ trying to pump everyone up when they just lost the Super Bowl? I don't think there's a harder job out there. This guy was like, all right, listen, we're all here to celebrate, even though it was a, didn't turn out the way we wanted. We had a good season. Let's hear it for them San Francisco 49ers. And then it's just silent. It's just everyone's like, and he's like, all right, all right, we got special guests coming up. And dude, it was, they had the fucking Jabberwockies come out and dance. Dude, that would have brought me right out of a funk of losing the Super Bowl. Well, dude, Jabberwockies didn't get you? Jabberwockies, then Shaggy. And then Lil Wayne performed. Yeah. What song did he do? I don't know. I was gone. <laughs> I wanted you to leave. Left. I left after a half hour. But you knew Lil Wayne was going to go on? Uh, yeah, they were like, Lil Wayne's supposed to be on any moment. And I was like, oh, cool. And then I was just fucking bummed out, dude. Man, that's bummed. You don't even stay. I mean, you went all the way out there. Yeah, I don't care. I like Lil Wayne a lot. But You watched the other two people? You no. watched Shaggy? No, we left halfway through Jabberwockies. What? Yeah, I didn't care. Dude, they... I talked to McDaniel. Did they make their heartbeats? They did. It was pretty cool. Hey, it's Black Lou again. Chloe Hilliard was our guest this week and described in detail what really happens after hours at the barbershop. 
I got to tell you, she was 100% right. You know how much I heard the word unisex in my life when I was younger? Of, yeah. of your parents trying to get you to wear something that's clearly <laughs> yeah, a woman. My mom would always go like, it's They're not for women, socks. it's unisex. Yeah, it's unisex. It was, there's, there's pom-poms on the back of the socks, mom. Was, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're unisex. I think I think, what it, I think it was like an underwear laundry day and my mom trying to get me to wear her unisex underwear. Yeah. I, think, I think I free-balled it. Oh, good job. I definitely remember the pom-pom socks. That was definitely a thing. Yeah, it definitely wasn't unisex. Yeah, no. <laughs> that was, what's funny is that I remember like uh, sweatshirts, like crew net sweatshirts. I'd be like, no, it's your sweatshirt. That's a girl sweatshirt. She's like, it's a unisex. And you'd be like, all right. And then the only time you'd ever see that thing is when you go to a barbershop and it says unisex barbershop. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, do not come in here if you're a woman. It's yeah. not. <laughs> Dude, you have to be at some fucking. Don't go to a fucking barbershop if you, you're. You'd you'd I'm, talking about like, I'm not even talking about like black barbershop. I'm talking about like Boris fucking Russian yeah. Jewish mm-hmm. oh, they, they barbershop. Oh, they messing your hair up. Yeah. yeah, do not go there as a woman. Unisex? How dare you put that out there? <laughs> that should be a punishment for a woman. You, know, you have to go, <laughs> you go get your haircut and a unisex haircut. <laughs> Tell them exactly what you want. Dude, and you... then look at the puzzlement on this guy's face. And you won't get it. I used to work in a barbershop. Actually, I've learned a lot about men working in a barbershop. Yeah? It what was... did you do at the barbershop so i started as a receptionist and then i became a braider because i just my cousin was like he was a manager he was like do you know how to braid i was like yeah i, I can braid and that's when everybody wanted their hair braided and so is, then, is that when uh do men talk shit like we're getting their hair braided the way no, women do they, when they're getting their nails I don't done think you learned about men it was like i learned that men will fist fight over a video game I've learned <laughs> that, all the things that happen in a barbershop you learn that dr j is not as good as he you realize you actually realize how crazy women are by being in a barbershop because the women who would come and pop up on their guy or mm-hmm. call and incessantly like where you at what you doing and you just see them like coming and cruising and then just pop it in to make sure he's really there. Really? Yeah. I see a lot of that on Life After Lockup, my favorite TV show. Yeah. Uh, a lot of checking in on a guy. And I'll tell you when they check in, <laughs> like they're usually banging off. some other girl also. Yeah. yeah. Oh, of course. They will all, and the barbers cheat the most. Like, if I, there's three things. If I meet a guy and he says he's a barber, basketball coach, a personal trainer, don't date him. He's a whore. Yeah. Those personal three. trainers. Those I think. Three. I think personal trainers. Sometimes both... they're all three at the same time. Yeah. Now, do you think? Bar- also, I got a new re- shoe line coming out. You're like this fucking guy. Do you think there's a specific reason for each? Like, I, my guess on barber would be working in a barber shop with barbers also that you like and trust. Probably your barber works there. Yeah. You're constantly looking fresh, always lined up, and that's why I wonder if it's why they get pussy so much. No, they never have bad days. Single moms bringing their sons in to get a haircut. Oh. And they and they shack up with the single moms. Oh, uh, while they're cutting? Yeah, and so 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 this is the thing. They they tell them like, oh, you should bring them in every two weeks to get his haircut. You know, got to keep them fresh. And then all they say, this is the big one. They always say, you should let me do your eyebrows. And they would cut the woman's eyebrows, and then she'd be sucking his dick in like two weeks. Damn, that's, that's crazy. I ask all the questions, the leading questions to you guys. He goes. He goes, woo. He goes, hey, little man. He goes, you got some nice hair. He goes, where you get your hair from? You think more, your mom or your daddy? Yeah. Goes, My dad, I guess. He goes, where he at? Yeah. <laughs> like, why, did he, why didn't he bring you in? <laughs> why didn't he bring you in? Yep. Just really, and then they're just fucking. What kind of music looking, your mama listen yeah. to? Yeah. And the barbershop after hours, like to just pull the gate down and just be in there, just smashing. Really? Yeah. Oh man, did fucking... you ever see Summer of Sam, dude? Oh yeah, <laughs> there is John Leguizamo uh, getting all that ass inside the salon. That's a salon, yeah. though. The salon's got to be a whole different ball mm, game. It's a little different. No, it's a little different. I'd say way. I'd say there's probably not tons of fucking after hours in a salon. No, it's one lady who has a position she's not afraid to lose there. Yeah, and who's doing it? And you it's a, I mean? yeah. and it's extramarital. 
yeah, the co the the co owners, those two young ladies who co own that yeah. that Avita salon that I've made up in my head, <laughs> friends that will eventually be enemies. They've both fucked there for sure, but yeah. not, nobody else. Everyone no. else is afraid because those two crack the whip when it gets angry. And they probably watch the the surveillance taped and yeah. will, like slut shame you. Chloe, what's the craziest story from there? I mean, did you catch them in the act? From the barbershop? I mean... Jake has been thinking about getting into barbershop. Well, yeah, he goes, wait, they so you're just, They would just tell me. I knew it, it was nothing. Like, after a certain point of me working here, it was like I was one of the guys. Like, they, or they considered me like a little sister. So they would tell me what they were about to do. Like, oh, don't come here tonight because you're about to, like, have a party. And I'd be like, okay, good to know. Did you... What's the craziest, like, have... Has a woman ever barged in there, like, angry? Yeah, and, like, like, like... Like, Ronald... These are not my panties, like oh, shit like that. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, one guy was there, and his car was parked, and the girl came in, busted all his windows out. Oh shit! While, while he, he was, was getting like, his haircut, yeah, while he was getting his haircut. Has anyone? They try to act like it was. That's the best when when crazy. Said, this happens on the show Cheaters all the time. Yeah. When crazy's happening behind him, and they're like, they're like, that's just. He goes, finish what you were saying. So you're you're from this neighborhood. <laughs> you know, we were on, having we were having a date. We're good. Cars on like, fire. Yeah. yeah. She goes, I don't know if we should. I feel weird telling you this story, like. She's definitely she's she pouring gas in your car. He goes, it's not. It's, 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 Don't worry. She's old news to me. It's a rental. Yeah. <laughs> What's tell me more about you? Do you have a car here? I hope. Did anyone ever leave half haircut? Nothing whole- too too crazy. But you, it's, it was even worse when the barbers would get into it. So you had the clients, and they're like their crazy women would come. But the yeah. barbers all had like multiple baby mamas, and so it would be this baby mama's on her way, but another one's already there. So like Chloe, can you take this one to the store? So oh, they you really fight. Would, you'd be in sitcom situations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where he'd be like, you're just a full Mrs. Doubtfire moment. <laughs> he goes, listen, I'm dressing up as an old English lady just to see my kids. Now, my wife's going to come in here with her new man. Distract him. I'm going to go put on the costume. Come yeah. back out. Crazy. I'm always blown like the, and I think it's like all father, myself included, of a daughter. Like there's definitely a hypocrisy in me in the world. But like uh, when it's when no one sees it at all, like the just guys like that having like daughters also, and like who mm-hmm. really just like treat chicks like, yeah, this dummy comes and sucks my dick at noon yeah. every day for lunch, and then this other girl gives me money for whatever this my cell phone bill, and like I fuck her a little bit, like, and then they have daughters, and you're like, how do you ensure? your daughter doesn't become like that is karma like a motherfucker well they try to shut them down they try to like prevent any conversations of like sexuality with their girls they try to just keep them like in this little princess mentality and like you don't do this don't like they shut them down and they just repress them so much that they end up doing it anyway because they don't give them any conversation any leeway they don't explain it to you like the best thing my dad said was like listen men could be jerks but you just need to know how to prepare yourself and if a guy says this then prepare to do that it wasn't never like don't talk to guys because do you think that's a worst that's a yeah that's obviously the worst approach is being like men do not talk to men i'll kill a boy if he's talking to you i also think the the even worse of the situation is like I have a joke about like princesses and I mm-hmm. think the worst thing you can do is tell a little girl she's a princess because you're just setting her up for failure Chloe ruined Luke Cage for me because his pop's barbershop is the most righteous place oh, yeah. in the show oh they was getting a dick suck for sure <laughs> oh, <yeah>. Pop, <laughs> pop's main offender and by the way pops like them young yeah uh, uh, illegally <laughs> young <laughs> you like them illegally young pops <laughs> not pop campers finally we leave you with a cliffhanger this week after months of what Big J perceived as the cold shoulder from Karen Hunter in the hallways of SiriusXM, the Urban View hosts joined the show and discussed where the two stood. Uh, yesterday we brought up a topic that we're just going to get right into, which is welcome to the show. 
Our guest, Karen Hunter. You just, hey, what? Well, hey. Hi. 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 First of all, you, this was a topic yesterday? So, oh, this is an, we got to explain the ongoing thing. I've been on your show, had yes, a wonderful you have. time. You're amazing. Plan on coming back. Tall. I, I even talked about my show on your show. You did? Yeah. yeah. I, see? I brought she, it up. Yep, he talked sure. about it. Yep. Now, we've walked through the hallways. We always go past each other. Yep. And then one time I was like, this is my co host, Big J Okerson. Now, in the hallway, we've given off. Would you want to, you know? Yeah, I'll jump join in. in. Yeah, join in. Absolutely. So, this has come up a lot on the show because when I walk out, this is the feeling, the joke I make on the show always. Yeah. Is that the black people of Sirius XM love Dan Soder, hate me for some reason. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. They Unknown just don't why. see you. So, so because Dan is tall, right? So, he casts a shadow. But he's tall, too. Dan's literally... He's, uh, less no, than an inch he's taller. Mo- than he's me. much taller than you are, and so you want to see that. I've never seen. And so I, I d- no. hey, we've had plenty of interaction. Yeah. So but and, and you think it's a black thing? No, no, no. I'm saying. Well, I the joke of it is obviously because when we come in here, also uh, Bev, Bevy, who is a, a, a sweetheart, also couldn't fawn over Dan more. I mean, double cheek. No, no, we have evidence of this. Double cheek kisses, and yeah. I've been yeah, with well, the same level of like, hey, yeah. and it's like, eh. Well, it could be the, the, the weird fingers glove. That should mean nothing. That No, it's <laughs> something about the fingers being exposed. It, it's weird. And then it could be the frosted hair. I'm not saying that it is. Would it be I'm fair saying... to say that maybe I think you don't like me because you're wearing like an Erica Badu camouflage thing? No, well, this I actually got from Africa. No, so there's sure. that. So it's very black. But isn't and, that... Um, but why would this be? Uh... No, I'm just. I don't know. I don't. So, so here's the thing. I watch Billions, and then I literally just parked today on Sixth Avenue. I looked over, and there's a Dan Soder billboard for some new show he's on, and yeah. I was like, special. Oh. Yeah, right. I, HBO I, special. I was like, oh. yeah. I see him yeah. on that little thing there. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 facial recognition. Yeah. And so, so you're saying, and also you've never. No, this all right, is nonsense. I, well, no, because I think she, what she's saying is there is nothing personal towards nothing you. Nothing at all. Nothing. And I think you've been taking it. We have evidence of you thinking it's a personal no, thing no. where. I think it's a weird, uh, unpleasant Not behavior in the hallway for it, someone who's been. I've actually been, and this has been witnessed. Okay. Scoffed at, but as I'm right. So what next does the scoffing Dan, look like? I just need to. I didn't. The did, one have that, I scoffed at you? Yes. There okay, is. There right. is. Uh, there is an, a, a fully evident one that okay. several people saw. Okay. Was me and Dan walking in the hallway, and you gave me, you know, Dan, hey, bu-, and I was like, hey, and you actually went like. Eh. And like just kept walking forward. It's bananas. <laughs> the behavior is bananas. You don't bananas. know what was going on. You know, I might have but had Jay, some my question, You sound like excuses. My question to you is now that you two have met, I bet the hallway interactions completely changed. I think that's true. See, this is... I don't want a fictitious change. No, it's not a fictitious no, no, no. change. I think that's a real... Let me finish explaining my thing. Because okay. you never finished the thing. The initial was Dan goes... Uh, he goes, hey, he goes, this is my co-host show, Jay. And he goes, he's hilarious too. And you went... Oh, I don't know him. I know you, which is a weird thing. It's a weird thing. That's a weird intro to people. It's not weird. I'm just very, I was just saying this today. Um, I think more people need to just express however they feel yeah. mm-hmm. and stop being so damn phony. Sure. Okay. And I think we live in a world where there's niceties and all of these pleasantries, but we're like toxic animals every place else. You're saying so like the I passive just, aggressiveness yeah, is through the roof. Yeah, just being a toxic animal that you are in person, and then people can get used to it. It's nothing personal. Somebody described me yesterday that said, you're really tough, but you're nice at the same time. It's a weird combination. I've always I, said that. I that seems people. like the thing. I When people say things like uh, when a, a lot of girls will do that, like, Oh, I could be such a bitch. And I was like, well, work on that. Yeah. Then work well, on that. No, that's not I, a good no, thing. No, I'm not working on it because I like me. I like exactly how I am. And so, yeah, I did that. I, I do remember it too. I remember yeah. it like it was 
two weeks ago because it yeah. was, was two weeks ago. No, it was and, months and, and, so and, let me, months let me and public, months ago. Let me apologize because I apparently it stuck with you because now we're here. Like it's I, I feel almost like on a daily first of all, I'm in this bad club with no music. <laughs> it's like the lighting is hard. There's a I'll disco ball in here. Karen, best vibe, best vibe in serious. Karen, Karen, Karen does not, not like the, Karen does not like the ambiance of no, the bonfire. No, your ambiance is definitely is a mood killer. Actually. <laughs> okay, but uh, we need no, a full but bar. I can see how this could happen. And so yeah, no, I I now I don't I didn't know you. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't familiar with your awesome work, but apparently you're a big J. Yes. So I'm I'm going to really do my homework because that's part of that. Through yeah. you know, I think people don't know each other. <laughs> the so voice she's going to do her homework and come back yeah, genuinely not liking yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> I need to have a good reason, right? Yeah, yeah you know what? That, if you watch reason. my work and come back not liking me, I will. Then I'll submit to that. Right? Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to at least do my <laughs> you part. Know, that would be great. Part. I think that's Just fair. Monday in the hallway, yeah. Karen's like, "Don't even fucking look at me." I think that might happen because I'm going to. And then her and I have we have our own high five again. I appreciate that. I'll hold you to that. Yeah, no, no. Do some research and then come back. But my point is is someone that's been in the middle of this do you see that it, you thought it was a personal thing you're like she just doesn't like me she just doesn't like she me. just said she's not going to be phony and act like she does like me but i'm I saying she you. but she was saying she doesn't know you that's why she said that so i'm saying to you is there any sort of relief knowing that karen doesn't just hate you personally or not hate you, but just no, like... I think she hated me. There's no reason that she yeah, would have had to hate Not hate. I, I mean, like... Uh, no, I still think it was dismissive behavior, but yeah, she's probably. saying it was. But and, I, and I treat everybody like that that I don't know. So but that's like, not... I'm consistent. No, I, but, but, but it is. It's probably be. not the best way to be. But, you know, at a certain point, you you uh, you know, you know grow to be whoever you are. Yeah. You know, and generally, I put goodness into the world, into the universe. I inspire people to do good things with their lives, and I, I have receipts. And, you know, uh, if I'm dismissive in the hallway, I apologize. But, you know, Dan is special. And and I think <laughs> this is I'm I gonna pay they, for this. This no, go on. They, I am Karen. You they, are setting yeah, me up to get no, buried you know, by Jay. But I mean, he's just like you know, he's like warm milk and cookies, and mm-hmm. and like his presence in the studio was like family. It was like like a homecoming, mm-hmm. and everybody just kind of gravitated toward him towards him. So I'm mm-hmm. you know, it, you know, I hope to have that relationship with you. Maybe you can come on the show and we can develop that bond because maybe we, we spent a whole hour then maybe together. don't do the research. Okay. <laughs> All right. So that, no, that could be that. Yeah. But you know, listen. Um, Unlike some things around here, we we uh, we open our doors to everybody. But you know what? It's just fun to have you on because we've had this with other like a show before us that was like kind of a joke, and we wanted to do this, and that uh, that host never let us do this. And no. I think this is a great thing oh. to solve because it is. No, I think in fact he just went to HR. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's an option. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah now we're done. I can't go yeah, to HR. Karen's like, I, I gotta know. go to I didn't HR. I know right I can now. go to HR on you. But All now, right. yeah. So now you'll know if Karen doesn't say hi to you in the hallway, she's it's seen. Because she I saw the research. She saw reason. your yeah. She saw and your degenerates on Netflix. It, That's so. fair. And then I'll be like, yeah, she's not into my thing. Right. Yeah. I could just move Do you forward, have a yeah. thing? What's your thing? He's hilarious. No, I, no, you keep saying that. Yeah. But so what's your thing, though? Crowd, you he's a crowd work can, specialist. I would say, like, watch his crowd work. It's unbelievable. He can talk to, he can talk to people in a room. I say it, the things people are thinking but are afraid to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he speaks truth with power. <laughs> he... <laughs> I would say Did he's I on. Did I sign that? I, yeah. let me give, give me that back. Right. No, she, we, have to, yeah. we have to do the cops yeah. block. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with, like, with the little smiley yeah, face. With the oh, voice. even with the sad face. Yeah, yeah it's like, funny. I don't know if I'm, we have to modulate the voice yeah. so we don't get sued. <laughs> yeah, I would say uh, Jay like does um, dirty jokes very well. Uh, give me an example. I mean, we you know that not here. Why? Yeah, you got to watch. Does watch the series the, XM. We mean not here. But we're no, saying it's like, not a matter of the content. It's about, I'm not going to do a bit on. 
while everyone's just sitting here yeah. in the room, it's odd. Okay. Doing stand-up out of context is weird. It, it doesn't usually work. Okay. Yeah, but, right, I, I, but watch The Degenerates on Netflix. Okay. Season one, that. and Jay that. has a half hour that you can just okay. stream. That's I, hilarious. I, I will do that, because yeah. I'm a Netflix-a-file. Okay. Yeah, just get That's in there. The watch Big Jay's Netflix half hour. Okay. And then in the hallway, you don't have to... Now you'll know. I'll know. Maybe we can be your white dude correspondent. No, we don't do that. Because okay. here's the thing. Comedy is should be colorblind, right? Yeah. And I think the problem we have in this country right now is that everybody's assigning, like, you even thinking it's a black thing. That was kind of, that's that's weird. No, it's funny. No, it's, no that it isn't. All, that, that all <laughs> the, too much tension in this country right now to do that. Well, there's a lot of tension from the black people and me no. in these hallways, it turns <laughs> out. And I did not create that. For, uh, so I'm going to speak on behalf of all the black people at Sirius, all five of them. And yeah. two, of, two of them are in the room, so there's three more left. And uh, I, we we don't know you, and I'm speaking as the, the spokesperson for black all the black Lou people. Black is my brother from another mother. Is he? Yeah. You, you like him? I love him. Is he funny? He's hilarious. Well, you, what are you going to say? He's hilarious. Are you? It'd be funny if he yeah, like, I can't stand that. He wouldn't work on the show. Funny. Okay. Yeah. All right. Dude, you forced to work but, here. You just give me the sign like Melania. You know, just let me know. The, Put the little thing on the face. The double the hand, hand grab. Yeah, let me, let me, let me know out. what's going on here. No, but Black you know, Lou, you're not going to get white pussy doing Godfrey show. Oh. You gotta what? stay over here at the bonfire. What? Is that what you want? Oh, okay. All right. See. All right. <laughs> is that what you want? But that was it, just a great question. Just, Karen just goes. Is that what know. you? Is that what I you want? I just want to know. I need to know. I'm just trying to figure out who the hell's in the room. Y'all but that's like not a an issue. People. If Black Lou only likes white women, that's not an issue. Uh, it would be a fetish. Okay. If you only like anything. Yeah, yeah. like like uh, Jewish guys that love Japanese girls. That's a fetish. That's a fetish. You know, I don't know if that's love. My, that's that's a fetish. My my love of large breasts. Well, that's something. That's being a man. I yes. think, right? Yeah. That's not a fetish. Normal. I swear ah, to God, Dan Soto can't say anything wrong. Can't lose, he you know what? Just, I like fuck. I like fuck drowning my women. You're yeah. like, you know okay. what? No, that, that just sounds like fun. I think that that's really sick, and I'm. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm well, that's Dan's right thing. No, is it? Is it? No, yeah. How do you feel right. now? No, How about here's your champion now? Don't take me down just because you're upset, Jay. Don't lash out. Dan's in the weird shit. No, I'm not. I'm in the very vanilla. My nickname's Vanilla Dan. You can't turn on me in this moment. You've never been more happy that you, you've never said that about yourself before until this moment. Yes, I have. That's worked out so wonderfully just right now. Yeah. They call me Vanilla Dan for Christ's sakes. <laughs> I, go, I go, got this son of a bitch. <laughs> goes, Dead damn, it, damn it, we do call him Vanilla Dan. Karen, thank you very much for oh, coming. Good. On I was show. like, when is this going to be over? No, no, no. All right, I, you it's have... so damn painful. No, uh, this is been... like a thousand people in here to witness it. I think I, I'm hot flashing too. No, so. you did. Thank you. Check uh, out Karen's me. show, Karen Hunter yeah. Show, Urban View Channel 126. Yeah. Jay, now. Thank you, Karen. Can you? The introduction we'll is see. complete. Tomorrow. We'll see. Are we going to be in the hallway Monday. tomorrow? Monday. Monday. No, Monday. All right, Monday, I'm going to do my homework over the weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when I see you, if I if I don't look at you, mm-hmm. you'll know. We're okay. I'm not going to harass you. I'm just not going to look at you. Okay. Right. That's very fair. Dan, Karen, thank you, you very much. Home, thank you very much. We'll I will. <laughs> see you for Thanksgiving. I love you. I love it. Thank you. It's just... <laughs> Hope you enjoyed this week's Best of the Bonfire. You can listen to the show live every Monday through Thursday from 6 to 8 p.m. East on Comedy Central Radio, Sirius XM 95, or on demand on the Sirius XM app. Be sure to follow us on all social media at The Bonfire SXM. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. At Metro, get an iPhone 12 with 5G and a dual camera system for $99.99. Take amazing pictures and share them instantly. And don't put up with life's yada yada. Yada like photo bombers zoom crop out yeah, yeah, yeah. and bye
If you don't take yada yada in life, don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Get iPhone 12 with 5G with no activation fees and nada yada yada. Only at Metro by T-Mobile. Switch Metro, bring your ID. This offer isn't available for customers currently at T-Mobile or that have been with Metro in the past 180 days.